And welcome to the Midnight Hour, the companion show of Nightlight, our movie podcast. I don't got any more to really honestly add about the film that we just discussed. <laughs> so, it's a great film. It was fun. Yeah. yeah. Great film. Well rated. I'm well glad deserved. that I'm really surprised that it took me this long to watch this movie, but I'm very happy that I did watch this movie. Yeah, because I've never heard of this movie before, so it was cool to watch it going in completely blind. Oh shit! I, I really I haven't seen the remake or the the original one either, and I really want to see that now too. But um, especially knowing that that's a sequel to Kronos. Uh, Kronos is one of my favorite Guillermo del Toro movies of all time. So, like, I feel like I have to watch that movie too. So, it, I, based off the trailer, it looks drastically different than this movie. So, um. I'm curious. The only thing that seems similar was that it's a family, but it wasn't in a small rural town. It was like in a city in mm. like Spain or something like that. So like, I don't know. I'm I'm very curious on that. I really want to, I really want to see that now too. But since we don't have much else to kind of talk about um, on this film, what we did want to talk about though, 2022 has been a fucking insane year for yes like one of the craziest years i've ever seen seriously like this is this is going to go down in history as probably one of the most well um renowned aspect for horror like the fact that terrifier 2 is placed as a consideration for the fucking oscars is i love that wild so crazy that's and from wrong. a 250k budget, they're projected to get 10 million dollars in the box. That's office. genius. That's that's fucking incredible. That's, that's, that's crazy. Crazy. They did a great job. The they did a fantastic crew. job. Fantastic so job. Good. And and granted, I haven't seen the movie yet, but as of this recording, um, I do plan on watching it. I do plan on watching it. I liked Terrifier One. I liked All Hollows Eve. I like Art the Clown as a villain in general. So I um I I'm. I'm very excited to watch this rated R version of Looney Tunes all over again. Um, just a more impactful version. I like Damien Leone as well. And, I, and I'm very excited to see what he does next with this world. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, you know, and, and I'm proud that we are affiliated with the team that brought this to life. So like, this is, you know, it makes me proud to be a part of bloody disgusting and bloody FM. And, um, you know, to be a part of all of this and to, to kind of see all of this of what's kind of going on, it's pretty insane um, that we got to where like we're not involved per se, like we didn't do shit, but it's just crazy that we're affiliated. It's kind of like our colleagues, these in the way. people. Yeah, exactly. They're one hundred percent our colleagues. Like, I mean, Steve is great, um, and Damien's also fantastic. Brad Mishka, obviously, who fucking is a co-founder and owns. Uh, the play disgusting or piece of it, but you know, so it's awesome. Like kind of seeing that be the way it is. And it gives me really excited for the next projects that bloody disgusting has coming up, like all jacked up full of worms, um, the outwaters as well, oh, which yeah. I'm very excited about. Um, the outwaters might be one of my most anticipated films for 2023 already. Um, so very excited about that. Um, which comes out in January, I think, like right before Scream Six. So yeah, it's that funny that be a you lot of brought that up because uh, right before Terrifier Two starts, they showed out Waters trailer. 
Oh shit! Well, I'm yeah. glad that I didn't see the, see it in theaters because I'm trying to go in as blind as possible for the outwaters. Outwaters. I have oh, okay. no idea what it said. I or like, or I have no idea what it is. I don't know what it's about. I don't know who's in it. I don't. Um, <laughs> I don't know where it's set. I know literally nothing about it except for the title. I don't even know what the poster looks like. So I'm going in as blind as possible because of what I'm hearing just from people alone saying that it's one of the scariest movies they've ever seen. Like Trace from fucking Horror Queers, who I trust very deeply, said that it was one of the scariest movies he's ever seen. And for Trace to say that, the person who I know who's the harshest critic I know on horror films, and for him to say that, that's, that's a big deal. That's a big deal. So... I, you know, I'm, I'm curious to, I'm curious to see where this all kind of goes. And, but, you know, it's crazy to see the, see everything just kind of happen and unfold this way. But with that being said, let me pull up a list of 2022 horror movies. Yeah, I have my full list up right now, too. Let's bring it the fuck from the start of the year to the end of the year. Man, it's crazy. Yes, man. Yes. All right. I don't want I don't want a list that says the best. I want all of them. All of them. Here we go. All right. Okay. All right. Let's start. Let's start from order. You know, let's start from the top. We started the year off pretty strong, in my opinion. With yeah. Scream. Yep. 2022 remake or excuse me, reboot of the Requel. series. Yeah, a requel, as we hear. From our friends, Radio Silence, Matt Bettinelli Open and Tyler Gillette. Um, mm. But we, we we open the year up with Scream, where I feel like already is a is a decent start. It's hard to believe that this movie came out this year, right? But it did. Like it, it's hard this to was believe in the that. beginning. And it, yeah, yeah, like you said, it started very strong. This was a solid ass movie. I, I love every single thing about it. It's really good. Like, like cast, you know, I was. I was thinking about this earlier. Like you ended Goodnight Movie Club this year, and it feels like you ended that a whole year ago. You ended it in March. This was the last movie That's y'all crazy. watched. <laughs> that was the last movie y'all watched and talked about was screen. right, and then it was over. Damn, I but, feel like that was like years ago, right? It felt like I, I was like, wait, that ended this year. Holy shit! That's crazy. What? Yeah. So. Solid, solid time frame. Like I, 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 and I like Scream. I liked, I liked it. I thought it was fine. You know, I thought it was a great reintroduction to um, Woodsboro and to um, Ghostface. And mm-hmm. you know, it was to me, it was a damn near a carbon copy of Scream Four. But at the same time, I felt like that was kind of necessary to reestablish what's what who these characters are twenty five years later, right? So, um, so I was fine with that. Completely fine with that. Then we had the Requin, the shark movie. Uh, That's right. This yeah. was this was not good, but it was cool to see Alicia <laughs> okay. Silverstone in yeah. this. Um, I did not like this movie, but uh, it was it was fun to see Alicia Silverstone. I, I I'll I'll say that you know we 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 had our our queen share from clueless in this movie and uh wasn't she like it was like a getaway right like she was like with her husband or some shit 
Yeah, it's always like a getaway yeah. vacation beach. Yeah, shark. That's it. Now, one thing I will say about this movie: it was shot beautifully because, like, when they were like on that raft thing, they looked right. like they were having a heat stroke, and I was like, "Yeah, this looks like a heat stroke." Like, <laughs> they look like they're dying. So, like, yeah, it was it was shot beautifully. I would say that. The Long Night. I didn't watch this one. Didn't watch that one, too. I didn't watch this one, so I, I don't have much to say about that. Student Longer. Body. Never heard of it. I uh, I have heard of this. I did not watch this one yet. Um, this one sounded interesting. It was it, it was like a uh, uh, like a horror comedy that's hmm. based on, on a campus, like a, like one of those um, uh, like all girls schools or something. Um, but there's like, it, I would say watch the trailer. Like it, it's it's okay. an interesting one. Um, it has um, who's in this fucking movie? Um, it has uh, Kevin Smith's kid. She's in this movie. Uh, Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn Smith. She's in the movie. Um, that's actually the only person that I think. I, no, Austin Zahir as well. He played in um, uh, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Mm. Clerks three, he's in there as well. He's he's in the Fallout as well. Um, he plays a kid named Dan in the Fallout. So, yeah, just this curly head kid um, who's actually a decent actor. I like him a lot. But yeah, um, so that was a movie that is on my list still. Student Body, like I, I don't expect it to be amazing or anything, but like it still looks like it's fun. Um, let's see. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm. Woof. So, yeah, no, that is not a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's the not. Bus scene I'm was not cool. the biggest fan. I don't even like the bus scene, to be honest. I My favorite scene in this whole movie is the dead sunflower scene when they crash. Sure. Yeah, yeah. That scene's fucking amazing. Like, that is Texas Chainsaw Massacre to me. You know, like that whole scene was was absolutely fantastic. It was it was tense. It was very well acted. It was very well portrayed, and it was also like gross because we finally he gets his fucking mask at the, in this moment. So it, like it, I I love that portion. Like that moment tells me that they could have made a really good movie if they wanted to, but instead <laughs> they I feel like they wanted to make a satire. Which didn't really work out for it. No, no. And it didn't work out because a lot of people, I feel like, took it as a very serious movie. Because in some right. moments, it did feel like it was taking itself very serious. Um, but in reality, I truly, deep down inside, think Texas Chainsaw Massacre was a satire on all these reboots that have happened with slasher films lately. That's totally fair. I think That's the only I movie I saw before Texas Chainsaw Massacre on my list is an uh, indie film called Alone With You. Um, it is directed and stars Emily Bennett, and then it also has uh, Barbara Crampton in it. And that was the one where I was able to uh, interview Barbara for. That was a fun movie. That's actually a really great movie about like isolation and how we all probably felt when we were like locked up uh, yeah. during the pandemic um, and also dealing with... like mental issues and stuff like that. It was a very powerful movie, so that was a fun one. Yeah, Barbara Crafton was the mom, right, in this movie? I believe so, yeah. And she was just yeah. in, like, a FaceTime call. She's, uh, that's right, yeah. that's right. But she was really cool in it. 
Yeah. And then, um, this is the one with Dora Madsen, Madison Burge as well, who Dora Madison Burge, she's played in a lot of like, uh, uh, she's played in a lot of horror stuff. Um, she was in Bliss. She was the main character in Bliss. She was in All That We Destroy as well, which was the Blumhouse um, movie um, about the kid who's a serial killer and he kills the same woman mm-hmm. over and over because his mom is a scientist that brings her back to life. That sucks. But uh, yeah, but she's she plays in a lot of stuff. Um, Alone With You is also still on my list as well. I haven't seen this one yet. Um, so I, I'm excited to check this one out too. Yes. Definitely going to um, after Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I saw Studio Six Six Six. Same, love that one. The Foo Fighters, love, yeah. Love Studio Six Six Six. That was so much fun. That was like surprisingly fun. I didn't expect to have that much fun with this movie. Um, huge fan of this one. I like Studio Six Six Six. That was a, that That's was good. a fun one for sure. Next up was Fresh. Fresh, which yes. I feel like was probably the most surprising at thus far. That's oh, for sure. The most surprising like, movie. Hulu knocked it out of the park with this one. Yeah. This is where Hulu a, really, yeah. I feel like, started really understanding like their audience in this oh, moment for, sure. for horror. Because Hulu just started killing it after this. Like after they got this, they started killing like and, and granted, they already have been kind of killing it like when 2020 hit because they got Swallow, they got um right. uh censor. Saint Maud, stuff like that, all popped up on Hulu at that point in time, and I was and they they were just they were pretty much killing it for a long time with with horror. But Fresh, I feel like, is where people started paying attention. Um, so fucking kudos to Fresh because this was this was a mm-hmm. great movie. Uh, the fact that it starts off like a romantic comedy it and switches. then transitions to such something so sinister, like. Uh, th- this movie's great. I- I'm a huge fan of Fresh. Very excited for us to cover this movie, <laughs> even though it's a long one. Like I don't care. Like I- I'm very excited to rewatch that. Next up was X. Mm. Nailed it for me personally. I thought X was That's f- fair. fucking phenomenal. Um, I you know I haven't seen Pearl yet. Um, I still got it on my list. I'm probably gonna watch that in December with everything else that I catch up on horror on. Um. But yeah, uh, X phenomenal to me. I, I thought I thought it was such a fun slasher. I didn't think it was doing anything new when it come came to slashers, like you know. But I wasn't looking for anything new either. Um, but it was the characters, you know. Every character I just loved in this in this movie, every single one, and even the villains. Like I loved them. I was like, this is. Every single character has nuance to them. And to me, that is so rare, especially for a slasher film. You don't really get nuanced characters in slashers that often, besides maybe the main character. Um, But this portrayed every single character, including the villains, as nuanced characters that had such depth to them um, that, you know, all you could do was kind of love them. Yeah, it's such a badass movie. Um, that third act too is so great her best friend and everything it, it just was one of the <laughs> biggest surprises like you said and uh, a lot of people made like edits and dance moves out of it the couple dance thing became a huge like, oh, yeah. trend at one point uh, That's it's right. a very unforgettable movie 
And it's I a agree. very powerful movie. And like you said, I'm very excited to uh, cover it. Um, I think yeah. the one movie I saw right after that one was Duel. I don't know if you've heard of it or seen yeah, it. Yeah, the Duel. Yeah, with uh, Riley Stearns as the director. Uh, also did an interview with him for it, and it just mm-hmm. won its Saturn Award for Best Independent Film. And I was like, "Fuck yeah!" And I, mean, I that feel was like a great the more movie. I see it, it's really funny. It's really that, good. That's a that was a fun movie. That was a fun movie. I thought that was really yeah. great with the uh, doppelgangers and things like that. That was fun. Yes, I thought that was really fun. Yeah, the next one I saw was Uma. Um, Ooh, you know, okay, I actually okay. had a lot of faith in this movie because I, it, the the way that it kind of reminded me from the trailer and stuff reminded me a little bit of Relic, and I was like, oh okay. man, like yeah. you know, I I felt I felt like this was gonna be fun, uh, or not fun, but like I felt like this was gonna be that kind of story, and this this one just didn't land for me, you know, like I I you know I, I I wanted a lot more out of this, um, it just it didn't land the way that I thought it was gonna land, um, which was a bit of a bummer. Whatever. Next up that I saw after this though was Master, which a lot of people I feel like didn't really um, care that much for. I loved Master. I thought Master was great, um, and you know, it's it's a very interesting movie um, where you see this black lead who's Regina Hall, and I love mm-hmm. Regina Hall, but you see this black lead who has to deal with these. Uh, y- these like racist attacks that's happening to her student. And that uh, it's, it's great. Like, I, I don't know. I, I love this movie. I thought this movie was a lot of fun and I think people should give it another chance. Um, because I, I truly think this one was definitely a sleeper hit. Um, but Hey, uh, the next one on this list is night's end, which was a shutter exclusive. I did not watch this one. I did, did you not watch, watch this one. one? I have not. Okay. Got to cut that one on our list. One that we both watched, uh, you won't be alone. Um, oh yeah, yeah. The you know this one I remember liking, but this one's very forgettable for me. I I don't remember anything on this movie. <laughs> I don't know if you are the same, but I I think I remember um, there was a witch and people t- turned to different people in a village. No, it's a, well, that's all I remember. I actually really liked this movie. I do. Uh, I remember was a very big it. surprise. It's it shot super well, and uh, the director Goran Stavelski, hopefully I pronounced yeah. that correct. Uh, we have an interview on our thing uh, as well for this movie, yep. and it's basically a coming of age story told as a witch transformation. Yeah. So it, it's kind of crazy how you kind of see the growth of this character changing uh, into a witch. Now, but at the now same it's time, starting it's to kind of like, come to me. Oh yeah. no, it's like womanhood in a way. It's like, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's beautifully shot. It's sitting at ninety two percent on tomatoes. I looked it up right now. I was like, "Damn, that's really good." Yeah, I mean, I when I remember this movie, I remember it being very, very well done. Um, And it's it's kind of when you said it, I was like, "Oh, I, I I know that movie. I know I've seen it." And I saw the poster. I'm like, "Okay, now I know exactly what you're talking about." Yeah, yeah, it is kind of like forgettable. It's a little forgettable, and I think it's only because of this year. If this right. movie would have come out in a different year, I think it wouldn't have had trouble finding its footing. But because of this year being so stacked the way it is, I think that's why it's so forgettable. Because there's just so much that came out this year that like you needed to fucking knock it out of the park or be right. weird enough to stand out from the crowd. Because um, like this movie also is actually a pretty weird movie as well, like with all the transformations and things like that, and you know transforming from um, different villagers and all that stuff. 
that was pretty weird. But ultimately, I I think because of it coming out this year, it um I don't think it's gonna land as well for a lot of other people. Um, but hey. Next up that I saw was the Netflix original Choose or Die. Mm. This movie sucked. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. This was a bad movie. Um, Someone will like it. Not me. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just to say that I didn't like it, like I didn't. But uh, there was one really cool death scene in this movie for me, though, that I thought was very clever of like a guy glitching. And he was constantly throwing something up, like repeatedly to the point where he died. I thought that was great. Um, but other than that, this movie was very bland and yeah, not yeah. great. I don't know the if this was before or after that, but um, I'm going to put this in the genre of horror. Doctor Strange, the, uh, was it? Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. Multiverse of Madness. Was that 2022? That's 2022. Oh my God. Surprisingly. I forgot about that. Yeah, uh, yeah, sure. Throw it in there. I like that movie. I liked it. Sam Raimi. That's I like that movie. Sam Raimi. That was fun. Yeah, and the I, had a great score. Yeah, I thought it was fun. I thought that was a, a, fun, a very fun movie. Um, Hatching. Hatching is another one. Yes. Uh, have you seen that one? Uh, also, I've seen also on Hulu. Also on Hulu. Great body horror in this. I, I really like this one. I really, really like this one. Um, it's it's about like a gymnast set in a different country. I want to say Sweden, maybe. Um, but I really, really like this one. Mm-hmm. Hatching was this one's pretty high up on my list on best movie of the of the or of my favorite movies of this year. Nice. Very much enjoy this one. So I would highly suggest watching that one. Uh, the Twin also on Shutter. Mm-hmm. You watch this one? I have not watched this one. I know I wa- I've wanted to like this one, but it's really hard for me to see Teresa Palmer as a mom. <laughs> okay, fair you know, enough. Yeah. Especially a mom of two children. Um, I don't know. She just doesn't look motherly enough to be. I don't know. That sounds like super mean, but like she doesn't. Like she just doesn't look motherly to me. Um, like she definitely is. She definitely has kids. Like I want to say, I want to say she has like five kids. Like in real life, like <laughs> I'm not, not even kidding. Enough. Yeah, I know that's what I'm saying. Like, like, and that's that's why, like, it it it's weird for me because, like, she's she's married to the guy. What's his fucking name? He was also an actor as well. I don't know if he's an actor anymore, but um, he was in Scott Pilgrim versus the World. He was one of the bandmates. He was like the main bandmate, the guy who sang the songs. Um, oh. she's married to that guy. I don't know his name, but she's married to him. Gotcha. Um, I want to say he was even in. Was he in Freddy versus Jason? That guy? No, I don't think it was. I don't know. Whatever. Besides the point. But yeah, she was. She's married to that dude. Um, and yeah, they have like four or five kids, and um, it and it you know she just doesn't play a mother really well on screen to me. Mm-hmm. So that that's, that's just me. That's just me. Um, but the twin. Not the biggest fan um, of that one. All right. Uh, we're just going to go with two sleeper hits right here. Monstrous and Firestarter. Monstrous and Firestarter. I know Monstrous. Firestarter. Monstrous is 
Christina Ritchie. Right. Um, I didn't watch that one, and I I didn't watch Firestarter either. Yeah, I skipped uh, Firestarter. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I, I finished both Monstrous, and it was okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Got an got an okay from from Freddie. All right. <laughs> next up, Men. Men. Yep. It's what right a here. weird fucking movie. Um. Okay, I'm happy I watched it once. I don't think I'll ever go back to watch it again. I think I need to watch it again. Because, like, there's so much happening in this movie that, like, I don't think I truly understand it. That third act, especially, I assume that was supposed to be the story of the green man or whatever the fuck this uh, lore is. But, yeah, what a weird movie. Now, the thing that I do have to give respect for for Alex Garland in this movie, it's very different from Alex Garland from what we know. Alex Garland being... One of, the, uh, one of the best sci-fi yeah. horror directors, oh, modern sure. horror directors right now, right? And for him to go very much away from sci-fi horror and kind of go on this more folkloric horror, um, I feel like was definitely a choice for him. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, I thought Rory Kinnear was great. Jesse Buckley, she's fantastic at whatever she yeah. does to me. Um no, the, all but, the acting and the shooting is phenomenal. Uh, it, yeah, it's, it's just the story. It's just flawless. like, why? <laughs> yeah, the story was a bit much. Um, Men was definitely interesting. Maybe I will rewatch um, it one day. Yeah, I think I need to rewatch it because I, you know, I, I, I generally think I, I just didn't, I, I didn't get it as much as I feel like I would have liked to. Yeah. Um, but you know, it didn't make my list. Um, I thought it was an interesting movie and I thought it was very well done, whatever he was trying to do. Um, but yeah. Uh, yep. One thing I do want to say though about Alex Garland doing this, he uh, was watching Attack on Titan and that's how he got the concept of the constant birthing. <laughs> of course. I thought that was great. Uh, I thought that was great. Uh, next up, Torn Hearts. Hmm. I didn't Bria watch Grant. this one, but this was Bria Grant's joint. Yep. She's um, a great I like, uh, director. I like, I like Bria Grant. I like Bria Grant a lot. Um, Bria Grant does some pretty cool stuff. I wasn't a, I wasn't a fan of um, 12-Hour Shift, though. Yeah, it's um, okay. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of 12-Hour Shift. I liked Lucky for what it was, but I don't oh, think I she Lucky. directed that one. She directed and starred. No, she didn't actually. Sure. No? Natasha Kermani directed. Bria Grant oh, wrote it. Oh, she starred in it. She did okay. star in it and she did write it. Um yeah. but I liked Lucky. Um, but I, I wasn't a fan of Twelve Hour Shift. I just couldn't get into it as much as I wanted to. Uh Torn Hearts, I haven't had a chance to even try to watch that one yet. Um so maybe I'll give this a shot at some point as well, because I do like Bria Grant quite a bit. So we'll see we'll see what happens with that. Um so yeah. Torn Hearts. Shark bait. Ooh ha ha. I've never even heard of this. Same. Um, you know, I'm just um stop making shark movies. That's that's what I'm getting. Uh Watcher. I thought this movie's fucking phenomenal. I love yeah, Chloe Okuno and I want to see whatever she does next. Um she she had a great segment in VHS ninety um, ninety-four or ninety-nine um as well. So like I I love what she's doing right now. I think Watcher is probably one of the best thrillers 
to come out of this year. Like the best, like I'm not even fucking kidding, the best thriller to come out of this year. Um, hands yeah. down. Like I, I find this movie to just be absolutely untouchable as a thriller. Um, and I know some people are probably going to be like, no way. What about no exit? No exit was good, but no exit took a lot to really get going for me. Um, and especially the acting of that main protagonist for, for me, but still watcher. Yeah, I Watcher's still phenomenal. Feel, I, I great lead actress. Yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, Mika Monroe was fantastic in this. Actually, everyone was, was really, really it great. It follows. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. She's a great actress. Fantastic actress. Um, Crimes of the Future. I haven't seen this yet. I really want to see I this still one. still haven't seen this, yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I'm, I'm looking very it's forward cool. to this one being a part of my December. It just made it to Hulu. So, um, you know, I'm glad I waited a little bit. But yeah, Crimes of the Future. I'm, I'm very excited for this one. Um, Unhuman, I hear a lot about that one, about the high school kids trapped on the bus or whatever, when it's a zombie mm-hmm. apocalypse. Um, so I'm, I might check that one out. I think that's on Prime Video. Uh, what else? Um, Incantation. I, I think this was definitely one of the best uh, aspects of being able to utilize... Um, found footage in a very interesting way. I love this movie. I thought, I thought incantation was fantastic. I think Kevin Coe definitely has a lot going for him. Um, I think, I think also this movie was Chinese as well, which we don't see much Chinese horror. Um, I think this was Chinese. I could be wrong, but I want to say this was Chinese. Um, I'll find out for you right now. Yeah. Or maybe it's Taiwanese. I think so. But if you could find out, that would be great. Uh, it was Taiwanese, Kevin Coe's Taiwanese. Um, so never mind. But either way, I still think Incantation's fantastic. And I love the back and forth of uh, the aspects of how it goes in the past and in the future and how the past is really, really fucking up the future. Um, so I, or the present day, I should say. Um, so I love this. I, I love going back and forth on this. And I thought I, I rewatched it last night. And um, yeah, like I, I really like Incantation. I think Incantation is definitely a sleeper hit as well. I don't, well, I, I, I actually, I wouldn't probably say sleeper hit because TikTok made Incantation also really popular. Right. Um, as one of well. the scariest movies. Yeah. Yeah. People saying it's the scariest movie they've ever seen and all this other stuff. So I think Incantation is great and it starts very quickly and it's almost a two hour long movie. And it, it, there's like no slow moments in this movie. So I think, uh, I think Incantation is great. Um, next up, Nope. I mean, you already know how I feel about Nope. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. No, Nope is fantastic. Nope is great. Um, I think I have nope one before great. that for some reason. I don't know. If was it American Carnage? No, uh, Black Phone. The Black Phone. That's right. The Black Phone. That's is right. So good. I forgot about that one. That one's not on this list for some reason. Huh. That's strange. That's weird. There's another one where it's too indie to be on that list, but there's a movie that's going to come out uh, that was out of the film festival at that time called The Integrity of Joseph Chambers. One of my favorite movies this year, without a doubt. Doesn't have a release date. Yeah. The Integrity of Joseph Chambers. Joseph Chambers. 
Um, I and it's a uh, it's a thriller, and it's so good. I've never uh, seen such a suspenseful movie. It's, okay, it's, so yeah, it's Claude uh, Claude Crawford. I like him a lot. Jordana Brewster, Morgan, um, then the integrity of Joseph Chambers. Cool. Yeah, all right. To look I'll out keep, for. I'll keep a lookout. This was at film festivals. Yes. Uh, South by probably. Uh, I don't think so because uh, oh, okay. this was uh, streaming at home. Oh, this, uh, uh, this was Trebecca. It says probably Trebecca. Yeah. Yeah. So this was Trebecca. Cool. All right. Neat. I'll keep an eye out on this one. Um. Cool. Uh, all right. Well, uh, yeah, the black phone as well. Um, you know, I don't, I don't think I love the black phone as much as a lot of other people did. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think that's why I think that's what my problem was with the black phone. Cause I didn't get to watch the black phone in theaters. Um, mm. I watched it when it, when it came out. Um, and I think the hype of everyone hyping it up, saying that it's one of the best horror films that they've ever seen had a pretty high expectation for it. Um, and it just didn't really hit that for me. Um, I thought it was fun. I, I thought it was a good movie, but I did not, th- I wasn't like blown away from it. Um, you know, kind of like how you and, and David were on Sinister. I was very right. much this for, for that. Like how it was just okay mm-hmm. for you two. That, that's how it was for me. Um, like Sinister, I like Sinister a, a bit more than the Black Phone, me, per- me personally. Um, but yeah, that's just me. Um, but I like Scott Derrickson either way. So I think Scott Derrickson's a great director and he really, he really understands the genre. So yeah. Uh, bodies, bodies, bodies. Yes. I love that movie. Yes. That's all we get to say is yes. That movie's fucking Um, great. I think two movies I saw before another shark one, the reef. Oh, the reef. Uh, Yeah. I didn't watch that one. And the movie fall. Just like a survival. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! Movie. I did see that too. You're right. You're right. Yeah. That movie's also very forgettable. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. It is for sure. It's, it's fun for what it for what it was, but nice little yeah. twist. Yeah. One that I did see as well that I forgot to mention, um, which played at Fantasia, um, which was actually okay. Um, uh, hypochondriac. Hmm. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. This was an interesting one. Um, a very interesting way to portray like mental illness based on like constantly feeling like something's going to happen to you. Um, so yeah, hypochondriac, I think is, it was actually a really, really cool one. Um, I think also it's directed by um, Addison Himmen, I believe his name is. Um, but I don't know anything else that he's done. So if that, if that helps you all, there you go. <laughs> there you but, go. Yeah, um, but Hypochondriac, I thought that was also a very, a very fun, not fun, but a very interesting movie. If you do want to check that one out, that one is on Tubi. So there you go. Um, Prey. Yeah. Fucking hell. Right Prey was so goddamn good. Prey was oh fantastic. my God. Prey was so fun. That was such a fun movie, especially in the Comanche version. Oh my fucking God. It's so good. Wow. Uh, they slash them. Uh okay. I heard no, nah, this movie is terrible, man. I, you know, I did, I did not like this at all. I, um, this, this had the best setup ever. And I thought like this was going to be a slam dunk slasher. And, nah, this movie was not good. Not good at all. Uh, Resurrection. Oh, yeah. With Rebecca Hall. I love this fucking movie. 
Uh, now streaming on uh, Shutter too. Now streaming on Shutter. This was one of my favorite movies. Um, I I love Resurrection. I think Resurrection yeah. was just so goddamn good, and it was uh, it has a very shocking ending to me. Um, that is just bar none. <laughs> Like I, you know, it's Rebecca Hall doing what she does best, you know, being Rebecca Hall and being a fucking badass at being Rebecca Hall. So like, it, I I love Resurrection, and I I think this movie, this movie does not need to be a sleeper hit, um, because I don't hear anyone really talking about this movie at all. Um, but Resurrection, please watch this fucking movie because I think it's so fucking fun. Um, it's so suspenseful too. Oh yeah, uh, you've seen it, yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Perfect. Yeah. That that ending was fucking nuts. Yeah. I was like, wait, what the fuck? Uh yeah. Orphan first kill. I haven't it seen it. Fun. This is this is on my December list. Yeah. It was cool. Uh, it made me watch the the first one. Uh yeah. That's right. I, I think it's a lot of fun. Yeah. I'm I'm excited to watch this one. I haven't seen it yet. Um I'm in no rush to watch this movie though. But yeah. Uh Beast. I haven't seen this either and I have no plans to watch Ooh. this. Uh, I have seen this in theaters for Cinema Day because we Ooh. got to watch like four movies in one day. Uh, yeah, it's very forgettable. <laughs> it's very, very forgettable. ridiculous. And at the same time, it just up punches a lion. And that's kind of cool, Don't I guess. Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, Prey um, does fucking fight a full-blown bear, but like, yeah. I mean, it is it is a, a fucking alien versus a bear. So I guess that's it is Idris Elba versus a lion. So that makes sense, too. Oh, yeah. Apex Predator all day, baby. Yes. Um, uh, two indie films that I saw prior to Beast was Who Invited Them on Shudder and Glorious, also on Shudder. Two really yeah. fun movies. Crazy I like Who Invited Them. Movie. Invited I loved them to, Who Invited Them. That was fun. That, that was a fun one. Um, I saw, yeah, I like that one. I like Who, who Invited Them. Uh, Glorious. That one sounds familiar. <laughs> Bonkers. That's like the, um, what do they call it? That genre. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's uh, Rebecca McKendry's joint. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Doctor Rebecca McKendry, she does dope shit. I love, obviously, friend of ours as well. So, um, you know, a little bit of grain of salt when when we do chat about her. But like, yeah, she's she's awesome. Yeah, I, I love Glorious. Glorious was great. Um, uh, the invitation. I didn't. I haven't uh, seen this one. I don't plan on seeing this one. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, Barbarian. Barbarian. God damn. Fucking hell. I, I so love good. Barbarian. I love Barbarian. Uh, you know, that was definitely surprising for me. And it was in the most exceptional way. And I'm I'm happy that I got to see this one in theaters. Uh, because yeah. like the sound design and the sound mixing in this is fucking oh, just impeccable. So yeah. Impeccable. Um uh this one I did not see, but Margot. Um, I don't think I've seen this one or heard about yeah. it. I heard this about one. It, I this one's on Prime Video right now to okay. rent. Um, it's a it's an indie flick, but yeah, all right, we'll see that. One. We'll we'll might we might see that one. We'll see. Uh, Speak no evil. Nope. I think this movie's fucking phenomenal. Yeah, a lot of people love it. Uh, I I love dark. this movie. It's an extremely hard movie to watch, and. I think it's done so well and it it is not a happy movie whatsoever fucking ever and I think it's goddamn genius. I think it is so genius and it's a Dutch movie as well. Um 
it's it, it's a Danish family who's visiting a Dutch family, and it, it it's such an impeccable, unpolite movie. <laughs> like this movie is like, like in you in your face on how unpolite it is and um it doesn't hold back any punches and it just the way it unravels slowly to the point where they know something is fucking wrong and they leave and then they come back and like it's fucking great like this this movie and the ending of this movie is is so intense and i think speak no evil is very high up on my list as uh um, part of my top 15 for sure but yeah uh, House of Darkness with Kate Beckinsale and Justin Long. Oh, interesting. Surprised I've never heard of it. You haven't heard of House of Darkness? No. Oh, dude. Uh, I haven't seen this, but you, you, I think you would definitely like this. Um, uh, it, I just say Kate Beckinsale, I mean Kate Bosworth. Um, but it, it sounds like a, a great movie. I've seen the trailer a few times. Um, it's, it's available on Prime. Um, okay. it's a indie flick, so it has the indie price of like $7 or whatever. Um, but it seems like it's fun. Um, but yeah, House of Darkness. Uh, Pearl. I haven't seen that yet. Mm-hmm. Um, that's on my list. Uh, I thought it was really the- good. X is so much better for me though. I couldn't connect with Pearl that much. Fair, fair. That's what I hear. I hear they're oranges to apples compared to each other. Yeah. Um, good night, mommy, the remake. This was I a movie that definitely it. did not need to be remade. Right. Uh, I didn't watch this either. Um, I like Naomi Watts, and I really like Naomi Watts in horror, um, but I doubt I will be watching this movie. Uh, I'm just going to skip the next one that is under that one. We don't need to know about that movie. Uh, Sissy. Sissy was great. I think it was I like Sissy. I like Sissy. Cool. Sissy. Sissy was fun. Um, I thought that was a great little comedy horror yeah, it's, yeah. it's a very charismatic movie. That that's a great way to put that. Yeah, dealing with bullies and shit, remote cat. It, it's fun. It's a great revenge movie. I think Sissy's yeah. great. I think Sissy's great. Um, Smile. I fucking love Smile. I thought Smile was so much fun. I uh, they have Smile there too. Um, yeah. I don't know if people consider it horror, horror, but Don't Worry, Darling can kind of be seen as horror. Okay. Why not? What did you think? What did you think of that one? I haven't seen that one yet. Uh, it was very okay. I think it was a good movie. It's not a great movie, and I think okay. there's a lot more you can say about it where it like falls apart rather than you can like commend it. That's only yeah. That one I'm for sure just waiting for streaming services on that one. I'm not going to rent yeah. that one. Um, then, I'm, I'm not too intrigued to watch that movie. Before I have Smile, for some reason I have Hellraiser. And then I also have Werewolf really? by Hellraiser Night. definitely came out after Smile. Really? I, mean, I guess I saw Hellraiser first and then I saw Smile. Yeah, probably. Because Smile came out in September. Hellraiser came out in October. Hellraiser oh. came out a week after Smile. Hmm. Either, either way, doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, yeah, but Smile, I like Smile a lot. Smile's cool. Yeah. I thought Smile was so much fun. I like it. It was great seeing Kevin Bacon's daughter fucking destroy the screen. Sosie Bacon. That was dope. I love Kyle Gallner. I love the way that this movie ended. You know, I I like, I like how weird it got towards the end too. Fucking embracing the weird. That was, that's like the theme of 2022. Embrace the weird. 
Um, did you watch My Best Friend's Exorcism? No. I had to turn this one off. You know, I uh, <laughs> was not a fan at all. This That's was fair. a little way too childish for me personally. Um, Mr. Harrigan's phone was actually surprised that I liked this a lot more than I thought. Never heard of it as well. Actually, no, I've um, heard of it. Mr. Harrigan's phone's the short yeah. story from Stephen King. This one directed by John Lee Hancock, Donald Sutherland as well, which is uh, Stephen King always kind of adds a lot of him in his in his books and stories. Uh, Jada Martell is in this as mm. well. So, yeah. Uh, Terrifier 2. Nice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We already talked about Fantastic that. Fantastic movie. Uh, Deadstream. Deadstream. Oh, one of my favorites oh, this year. That this one, this one, so goddamn surprising on how fucking yeah. phenomenal Shout this was. Shout out to the Winters. They did love the Winters. Joseph and Vanessa, also good friends of ours. Fantastic folks. Goddamn. Yeah. Holy hell. God, we almost been, we, we've almost been talking for an hour, so we're gonna wrap this up real soon. <laughs> you know? Um Hellraiser finally got to it. Right. Yes. I I like it. I, I thought it was fun. I really um, like it. I didn't love it. But I, time, I, I didn't love it. It was cool. I like it though. I like it a lot. I thought it was a great modern way to bring back this horror classic. Um but I can't wait uh, to see more. Yeah, exactly. Like I felt like th- this movie felt like it was definitely setting up something else, like for more. Um so um I'm I'm excited to see whatever they take that to. Um and we'll we'll kind of go from there. Right. Uh, let's. I'm gonna skip a few of these. Um, just kind of move us along a little bit. Uh, Halloween ends. Oof. Um, I yeah. liked it as a movie, like just a horror yeah, film. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, as yeah, a yeah. part of the franchise, I hated it. Nah. Yeah, this movie definitely didn't belong a part of the franchise in some ways. Um, I do like that this movie is season of the witch. Um, and it was kind of pres- positioned the same way how that was for everyone back in the eighties. So that was, that was great. It was awesome to be a part of that, a part of that in history and time again. Um, Cause we didn't get to experience that. It's how people right. hated on season of the witch so hardcore. And then it became a fan favorite cult classic 20 years later. Um, so I'm excited to see if that happens for ends. Um, you know, I think ends is a great standalone movie though. Um, to be completely honest, I do like a part of this trilogy. Nah, it doesn't really work. But um, as a standalone movie, I think this movie is actually works really well. Yeah. Um, but as a part of this trilogy, it's considered to be a, a final climax of a trilogy. Nah, this isn't. This isn't. This isn't it. But um, as a standalone horror film, though, I think this it works great. Uh, Piggy. I like Piggy. Um, yeah. Piggy's fucked up. I, I like. It. it looks weird. Yeah, that's uh, not weird. Um, it it's just about this girl who's bullied um, because of her weight, and one of her old friends is a part of this kind of dickish group now, um, and she befriends a serial killer. That's it. It's not. It's not really. <laughs> that's weird. not weird at all. <laughs> no, it's not really weird. Like it, it's not, just. Yeah. yeah it, it, I mean, in in the span of horror, like I don't find. Oh, yeah, it that's weird. fair. That's like fair. it's just. It's just a horror movie. Uh, VHS ninety nine. It's not even really that. It's it's more like a thriller. Uh, VHS ninety nine. Um, I thought it was Solid okay. Movie. 
Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was okay. It didn't blow me, blow me out of the water or anything. Um, and I missed I just the, love the last segment going together. Which the last the, segment was fantastic. Joseph and Vanessa did. And mm. then whoever did, um, the coffin one was really good because I just hate small I think spaces. that was Chloe's. Yeah. So that was also fantastic. Yeah. I'm excited what they do with the next one too. 94. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Me too. Um, and yeah, we'll just conclude it right there because uh, pretty much all the rest are kind of coming out. Um, or soon. I guess to sum one up for uh, this month, um, right. one I highly recommend, and I think a lot of people are going to miss it, is Feed Me. When I saw uh, it, when me. I had to interview them, I loved yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, It's one of my hidden favorites of this year. And I'm surprised I haven't seen by this it. one yet. It will maybe make my top 10 list for horror films of this year. That's and awesome. That's surprising for me to say because it's a cannibalism movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, not really yeah, on my feed alley. Me, but feed me is on my really list. Good. It's so funny and so clever. Okay, yeah, feed me is on my list. Time cut obviously is on my list. I don't think that comes out this year though. Um, uh, Christmas bloody Christmas comes out this year. Mm-hmm. Um, what else comes out this year? Uh, the next oh. Episode. The fucking what's that movie called? Uh, the menu. The menu is one of like out soon too. Yeah, yeah, that comes out real soon. I'm looking very forward to that. Um, that comes out November 18th, which obviously was by the time you get this episode, it, it's been that. But yeah. Anyway, that's all we got for y'all. It's been a pleasure to serve y'all. This was almost an hour long, so surprise. Um, but yeah, <laughs> all right, y'all. It's been fun.